People of the crowd define themselves by the feedback of the crowd. People who have overcome the necessity of defining themselves by such means are called individuals and prefer their own company already. Those people like themselves and have already gone through a sequence of events which happen to those in solitary. Generally, men and women go from mother and family life to wife or girlfriend, husband or boyfriend, leading to further family life. It is highly likely a vast majority of people will never be alone and have the opportunity to examine and get over their imagined image of self. Old-aged people with no family at all will have to get through these events and hopefully they have the psychological strength to do so, but I'm going to try to explain why I think this is really the sole purpose in life. Before mankind started inventing the activities we now have to busy ourselves with, the sole purse we could find in life was to survive. That means plant and harvest food. Build and look after a shelter. Take care of one's medical-slash-safety needs. This implies all other activities are meaningless, and they really are. All of the other activities in life are created for a reason. To stop us being bored in our own company. Boredom is the uneasy feeling that if I spend long enough alone, I'll be confronted by my own memories of how mean I have been to others, and how others' meanness has affected me. It is commonly called depression. Depression is the first step on the path to knowing yourself, see saying three of the Gospel of Thomas below. I call it the woe is me phase. Why am I alone? Doesn't anybody like me? Why don't they like me? What did I do wrong to end up in this situation? The problem with not knowing the stages of this path is that one gets stuck in this first stone for a lifetime, or one ends one's own existence due to this observation. At this stage, you haven't managed to be alone. In fact you fail at the first hurdle, which is why all scriptures, or descriptions of the path, indicate that suicide is wrong. But more on this need to be alone near the end. This depression is the first step of self-realization. It is that this is what I think I am stage. The next stage is the so if I'm not that, then what am I? Stage. I experience this as the not that, not that stage. It is an observation that oneself is not a collection of thoughts and memories, but the thing which observes them. Name, age, personal identity, relationships and memories are all information which is observed by something, rather than have happened to something or someone. Many great thinkers, but none of the ones you are thinking about, have already come to this conclusion, and as people hearing it for the first time, it sounds funny or at least confusing. As people we are made up of the known, which we think we are, and that which observes the known, which is what we really are. I'll refer to these as the actor which is a combination of three identities, Sigmund Freud's ego, superego and id, and the observer, consciousness itself. One of the thinkers was the late, great Jiddu Krishnamurti, who wrote a volume on, and called, Observing the Observer, which intellectualizes the act of using reason and observation to come into conscious contact with this observer, by starving attention from, and seeing past the trinity of the actor. Buddhism, Sufism, and esoteric Christianity call this self-denial. It is the act of starving the ego and superego. The ego is the self we show everyone. It is suspended between all dual aspects of the self which is knowledge itself. So memory, internal dialogue and so on. The superego is the self-critic. It is the creative self which makes up criticism or excuses so that the ego is corrected to get what it wants. The it is the instinctual self. It signals desires and needs to the two other aspects and as such has no direct voice. At this stage, it is interesting to notice a few features of self-dialogue. If we are so advanced, why is it necessary to speak to myself with thought? Everything is connected in my brain, so why is an internal thought voice necessary, which is an inherently slow method of communication? Another point is, who am I talking slash thinking to? If I'm the thinker itself, who or what am I thinking to? 
So Jiddu Krishnamurti is suggesting the observer can create a loop to look back on itself if the ego and superego self are denied for a time. Buddha did this and also Christ. Buddha initially abstained from the self for a very long time. So long in fact he was on the edge of starving to death. Once he realized his mistake and fed himself back to health, he fasted and meditated for 49 days and nights. Buddha was a prince called Siddhartha, whose father pampered him and shielded him from the outside world entirely. He had every excess he ever wanted. Christ did not live in such a manner. He fasted in the desert for 40 days and nights. In the Bible, there is an indication of why it will take us 49 days and nights. In the parable of the son who wasted his inheritance, the father tells his son, as punishment he will be cut off from help by his father for seven years. His son is tortured by himself for having made the decisions he made. Each day he goes to his father and begs for help. Each day his father reiterates his punishment. The son tortures himself over and over again, and when at last he is broken, begging on the floor for his father's help and mercy, which happened to be on the seventh day, his father pays his debts and has a celebration because his son is cured of his sin. For us, when we fast from the world, any other activity and even food for 49 days, it is seven days for each of the seven sins. At some point in the 49 days, events start to happen. These are the final stones on the path to self-realization and they happen almost entirely by themselves. As a result of starving the ego of activities, food and even self-dialogue, thought, it manifests in such a way that we cannot avoid it. In Buddhist time it was called Mara. In Christ it was called Satan. Whenever disciples spoke selfishly or in doubt, Jesus said get behind me Satan which just meant be gone. He was speaking to the other person's ego, superego and id combination which is real world selfishness and the lie of the self. If you are not peaceful, you will fight this entity and lose. Let it speak. It will try to convince you it is you and it is your king. By the time you see this thing you will know and experience a few things and these are your true weapons against it. 1. On the path, you became the master of the things which it feeds from. You wouldn't be seeing it otherwise. So you are its master and not the other way around. 2. Your true self, i.e. consciousness, was there before it sneaked in, so you are its house and it is a squatter. 3. You had to be peaceful to get there so fighting it means it will win and stay where it is. The way it withers and dies is by not engaging it but instructing it that you are the sheath and it is the parasite. The earth was always a witness to this fact. You were there first and this knowledge causes it to wither and die. 4. The place you are observing this all within is the kingdom of God. Up to seven days may pass after this, and a further event will happen, so you know what you've done is true. If I explain what happens you may imagine or recreate it from memory which would be false, so this is unique to and for you. You'll just know. It will appear cryptic, but you need no explanations. Now this is where the solitude comes in. If you die physically before you die psychologically, your ego will make it hell for you because you didn't purge what you did to others and what they did to you. If you practice solitude and die before you die, it will be heaven for you because you'll relish being by yourself and the torment of purging the sins from the self was done in the living kingdom. You'll be omnipresent, omniscient and omnipotent at that other kingdom. In that kingdom, when you say to a mountain move, it will move because you are the creator there. Gospel of Thomas, saying 3, emphasis added by author. Jesus said, If those who lead you say to you, See, the kingdom is in heaven, then the birds of the heaven will go before you. If they say to you, It is in the sea, then the fish will go before you. But the kingdom is within you, and it is outside of you. When you know yourselves, then you will be known, and you will know that you are the sons of the living Father. But if you do not know yourselves, then you are in poverty, and you are poverty. Gospel of Thomas saying 106. Jesus said, When you make two into one, 
make the dual self into a monist, you will become a son of man, and when you say to a mountain get up and move, it will move. I.e. when the self which is created between the dual aspects of life, knowledge, is made into one, an individual, by the abstinence of knowledge, you are born again as the original non-dual self which was the son or daughter of mankind. Then you will be in the place described. Greater than the Gospel of Thomas.